Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm excited. Episode 82. 82. We're, we're looking good for our age. It's a good even number. Yeah. So... We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. We got Thanksgiving coming Next up. Week. We got Advent coming Next up. Weekend. So, as always, I'm Steve Patira, joined by my good friend. Evan Sean Mumford. NCYC opening tonight, right actually. It's crazy that we're neither one of us are there. No. You, you've never been, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, then you got music. Absolutely. St. Cecile is our saint of the day. Very nice. Uh, reading. The defiant saint. The saint. <laughs> defiant saint we were talking about earlier, too. That's right. So St. Cecilia, uh, Luke 19, 45 through 48, for those of you who like to follow along at home. Got and it. then you have news of the weird. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. And we have Jackie on the Facebook Live. That's right. We already have a Facebook Live viewer. Good. Um, you know, Snapchat reminded me a couple days ago that it was, I think, two years ago that we had Pam the Heckler on Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> We've been Pam. around for a while. <laughs> That was before we went to Facebook. Before we went to Facebook Live. That's right. We were trying out uh, Periscope to see, uh, but we've done pretty well with Facebook Live. Yeah, and it's, no it's, hecklers, it's, thankfully. No. I mean, if you want to check our theology, by all means. Yes, but. I'm okay with that <laughs> or my pronunciation of anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Thanksgiving, what's yeah. what's your normal, we've probably talked about this a bunch on the podcast, but I think there's a few people out there who haven't listened to every podcast right. that we've done. Right, and we're on 82, so. Yeah, what, what's, <laughs> what's uh, a good, what's your normal Thanksgiving day look like? So our Thanksgiving alternates every year because I have grandparents who live up on, on the Cape. Okay. So they invite my family up, and so Jen and I will go up. And thankfully, her parents are very gracious in allowing that to happen. Okay. That means for a year they don't see Jen, but then the next year we'll spend Thanksgiving. They don't see her for a year? For a year, yeah. yeah. (laughs) See, I appreciate that check. (laughs) But no, they don't see her on Thanksgiving that year. (laughs) They're just so upset that she didn't come for Thanksgiving. No, they they just (laughs) give her the cold shoulder for a year. So uh, last year we were up on the Cape. This year we'll be spending Thanksgiving with her family, which is nice. We'll go over yeah. and, and have dinner with them, and then sometimes we'll go over to the aunts and uncles and have dessert there. Um, but now that we have TV, thanks to YouTube TV, nice. we'll be watching the parade. And That's great. We haven't, we haven't had TV in a while, so now it feels like a luxury yeah. to be able to live stream stuff. That's cool. Yeah. How about you? So uh, we have kind of alternated a couple of things over the past few years where uh, I I had always gone to our friends, the Piggots, mm-hmm. because my parents are in Florida. And so they w- are my family, you know, yeah. so going to hang out with the Piggots has, has been a big uh, staple over the most of the past decade. Yeah. Uh, so this year we're going to be going with, to Eva's family, her sister, so... We'll be having Thanksgiving with them. May, uh, depending on how Zoe's doing, may go to the Pickets for dessert. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's our, that's our plan this year. 
Eva normally makes amazing mac and cheese. Mm. And so that brings me to the most important topic of what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Mm. See, I'm Irish, so I will never complain about too many potatoes. Like mashed Mashed potatoes? potatoes, Mashed potatoes and corn. Like scalloped potatoes? Uh, potato casserole. Yes. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> tater yeah. tots. I'll eat it. Oh, tater tots. Yeah. That's that's quality. Yeah. yeah. So give me give me mashed potatoes and corn. I'm happy. Yeah. Some, I can't remember where it was at. Uh, I think Eva made a tater tot casserole. Mm. Like it was like, uh, you know, the like... Uh, Hash brown, you know, yeah. mix like casserole thing, and it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really like uh, mashed potatoes. My uncle Mike and I, uh, he was my godfather, and I was born on his 40th birthday. He passed away like six years ago now, mm. it's crazy uh, to think about, but uh. He and I would get our own bowl of mashed potatoes. And when I say bowl, I'm not talking like a small cereal bowl. I'm talking this giant <laughs> serving bowl that would never make it past <laughs> our corner of the table. So everyone, <laughs> they'd have to make twice the amount of uh, mashed potatoes that you would serve a normal family. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I I could I could eat some mashed potatoes in case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, can't go wrong with mashed potatoes. Right. All right. But here is according to the internet, the top twelve most popular sides. Okay. Do you want to start at twelve and work up, or go from one and work down? Might as well keep them on their toes and and, and go, go from go the number one. Up. All right. So number 12, corn as the side dish for Thanksgiving. Okay. How do you feel about corn that, that on feels Thanksgiving? A little, that feels a little low for 12. Like think, you, you don't think there's 12 better sides than corn? I think corn deserves to be a little higher on the list. Yeah, it's okay. That's, so that's what I'm saying. That's, you, don't that's think what I'm saying. That, yeah, you don't think that there's uh, 12 better dishes than no. corn. Okay. And, I mean, corn has a lot of variety. Right. They must not be talking about cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is weird. You just scrolled ahead, and this one, I'm like, really? That's better than corn? So number 11 on this list is glazed carrots. <laughs> that is definitely not higher on my list. No. <laughs> glazed carrots. Uh, I, I probably have never eaten a glazed carrot. I'm not a big fan of carrots, <laughs> even if you do glaze them. That's why you wear glasses. <laughs> you didn't have enough. No. How about... Okay. Really? Again, <laughs> higher up on the list than corn? The canned yams. Candied, candied yams. yams. Candied. Uh, canned. <laughs> canned yams. Uh, candied, candied yams. That's weird. I don't know. but So if it was like, have you ever made sweet potato home fries? Yes. Like cut them up in square, bake it, yeah, fry yeah. it up a little bit. That's Those delicious. Yeah. That is that is delicious. If that's what they mean by candied yams, I would take it. So that was number ten. Okay. Number nine on this. People list. are weird. Cream, <laughs> creamed spinach. 
Unless it's Bunch spinach Popeyes at the at the dinner table. <laughs> Unless it's spinach artichoke dip with some tortilla chips, I'm not having it. <laughs> Who made this list? <laughs> Who is a survey group? <laughs> Monsters. That's it. <laughs> oh, the next okay. one. I'm, I'm I'm for it. So you are. I am. You are. You're not a Brussels sprout you fan. You yam I, what you say you am. Yeah, I, I, I do yam when I say I yam. <laughs> Um, We're going off the rails already. We're only okay. eight minutes in. <laughs> Don't look at the timer. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Uh, so, prepared correctly, Brussels sprouts and bacon as a side okay. on Thanksgiving. Delicious. Like wrapped in bacon? Wrapped in bacon or bacon ends cooked with the Brussels sprouts. Like roasted, oven okay. roasted garlic, Brussels sprouts, Got it. delicious. You're not a fan of it, huh? Not a fan of the Brussels sprouts. Nah, no. But but with bacon, I'd be willing to give it a try. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. <laughs> All right, sweet potato casserole. Okay, I can I can see that. I'm seeing that. marshmallows in this. Uh, yeah, I see that too. Yeah, and I, I'm not a fan. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Green bean casserole, number six. Coming in at number six, probably one of the more popular dishes at most Thanksgivings. Mm. I, I don't mind it, except for when it's made with mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the mushrooms. But, but the a mushrooms. lot of people will make the green bean casserole with a cream of mushroom soup. Mm. As like the base of the casserole, yeah. and I'm not, a, I'm not no. a fan. Cranberry sauce coming in and <laughs> number five. The only cranberry sauce I like is when it still has the ridges of the size <laughs> of the can. <laughs> I don't mind them if they're still the fruit form, but when they're you know it's sauce, I don't know. Yeah, cranberry cranberry sauce is a staple of Thanksgiving. Okay, this should be number two or number one. I <laughs> this is again a little low. I would say this is low, just given that if you ever put warm dinner rolls on a table, yes. they are gone. Right, <laughs> like right. immediately. Warm rolls with butter packets or a stick of butter. Yeah, that's right. That's gone. That's immediately yeah. gone. Right. So warm dinner rolls four. That's how many items could be higher than warm dinner rolls, mac and cheese. That's okay. Uh, All right, yeah. Uh, that should be number I, one. I, I I'm, I'm sorry. Now. Number three being mac and cheese. That's yeah. low. That's low. It's the best comfort food uh, because I feel like I know where this is going and I know what number one is going to be. Okay. But if you put a good mac and cheese in front of me, yeah. versus what I think number one is, I'm probably going to eat both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would probably prefer the mac and cheese. All right. So here's going to be a hot take. Yeah. I don't eat it. Number two is stuffing. I don't eat it. No. I, I don't like stuffing. There's a lot of people out there, and I know. You're probably yeah. looking at chubby boy Steve <laughs> over there thinking he eats a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I will tell you I don't. 
I don't eat a lot of stuffing. <laughs> if you saw me in a supermarket and I put stuffing in my cart, you'd probably be like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't eat it. He sees a special. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he looks like a kind of guy who just eats stuffing. <laughs> oh, Steve getting his snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, no, I'm not a fan. How do you feel on stuffing? Uh, it's okay. I could take it or leave it. Nah, I'm just, yeah. I just I could just literally never eat stuffing and yeah. I'd be okay. Number one. Okay. That's what it is. Mashed yeah. potatoes. Mashed potatoes, See, number one. Redeemed itself. This list. Number one, yeah. according to the internet, as the number one side dish of Thanksgiving. Now, do you put... It has in this picture gravy on the potatoes. Do yep. you do gravy? I do. I normally okay. do gravy, especially on turkey, because turkey, okay. you need to just basically half your plate should be turkey and mashed potatoes, and you just gravy that half of the plate. So you got to try to build a wall <laughs> with, like, green beans, because I just won't eat the green beans, but I'll build the wall of green beans yeah. to protect the other food like mac and cheese from the gravy. Right. So you just build you build your green bean wall to protect <laughs> so the you know, you got your green bean sandbags <laughs> to protect from the flooding gravy. And then you just don't eat the green beans right. cuz you know, yeah. they're, they're like Why? sandbags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does does no one else do this? <laughs> Try it out. Yeah. You know, those of you who are listening, try it out at Thanksgiving. Build- I'm going to rewatch this broadcast and take the notes. <laughs> you, build your, you build your wall of separating vegetables <laughs> to protect your mac and cheese yeah. from the gravy that's try, <laughs> trying to overtake the plate. <laughs> and then when you're done, you got your dinner roll. Yeah. And you clean up the gravy okay. with the dinner roll. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, it's probably your third or fourth dinner roll at that point. <laughs> but you don't want all that good gravy to go to waste. <laughs> Jackie says on the Facebook Live, uh, Fort McMuffin. Not Mc- McMuffin, McStuffin. Fort all right. McStuffin. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could use your stuffing as, as a means of protecting the, the other food from gravy. But I still feel like that would be a waste of gravy because the stuffing would soak up you feeling what I'm saying here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> In case you're wondering, yes, I do like food this much. I you, could talk you made about your food. point. <laughs> all right. But, all right. Have you been a turkey family or ham family? Turkey. Turkey. Okay. Have you, do you normally have a ham as well? Once in a while. Because some people will have both, a ham yeah. and a turkey. My we'll dad more around Christmas. Yeah, well, so that's the thing is, yeah. it, I feel like sometimes you got to have a multiple multiple meat mm. situation. And if anyone says fish, you're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will make enemies today. <laughs> it's a very polarizing podcast. <laughs> just a bunch of would you rather questions. <laughs> no fish. <is> <laughs> And, all right, if you come anywhere near my table with tofurkey, <laughs> no. No. It's not, not happening. I'm leaving. <laughs> if you invite me to your Thanksgiving and you have tofurkey, 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe and I are out of there. <laughs> Eva will stay because she's polite. <laughs> so funny story. You just reminded me of this because my first job that I had, I worked in a grocery store. And uh, for anyone that lives in this area, Highland Park Market was my first job. And I worked in the produce department, and we'd work a couple hours on Thanksgiving. But I think, like, at 1, maybe around 1 o'clock, we'd shut down so all the workers could go home and and celebrate with their families. So we'd get the rush first thing in the morning, everybody knowing that we're going to close in a few hours. And you'd get the wearied-eyed people coming in, you know, just exhausted, stressed out. This woman looks at me and goes... Hi, where do you keep the turkey in the shape of butter? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I just, it took me a moment. I just went, what? And she goes, turkey in the shape of butter. I said, do you mean butter, butter in, in the, the shape, shape of, of turkey? turkey? And then it clicked, and she just lost it. She started cracking up. <laughs> but that stayed with me ever since. Yeah, yeah, turkey nice. in the shape of butter. Yeah. That, that's, that's a market that hasn't been tapped yet. That is, the Yeah. All right. It's just a big... <laughs> just a big just slab a turkey, of butter. Just a turkey stick. <laughs> like a stick of butter. Or just a, a tub of spreadable... You just turkey. open a thing of margarine and go, I can't believe it's not turkey. Just a tub of spreadable turkey. <laughs> That's got to be healthy. Oh, me. yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. How about All right. How about this? Yeah. Serious question. Do you prefer gravy or cream corn on mashed potatoes? Cream corn. Cream corn? It's a, I mean, that's a solid yeah. solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gravy's good, but cream corn? Yeah. It's like next level. <laughs> yeah. You build your you build your potato well. Right. Yeah. Right? You make your potato well or do you just right. go over the top? Are you a mound cream corn over the top or you build your potato well? I build the potato. <laughs> See? Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're brothers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to this like, he really likes food. <laughs> Mini Jim Gaffigan over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he needs to go to the doctor and get his cholesterol checked. <laughs> he's still talking about food. I think he's still talking about food. Not more food jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a woman's shirt. <laughs> When's he gonna stop with these voices? Why is he talking like this? <laughs> All right, if you haven't seen Jim Gaffigan, you're overdue. Beyond the Pale, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna be so pale. <laughs> Who's gonna be doing bear jokes? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that Advent. Advent. On that note, <laughs> smooth transition. Speaking of Catholics, Jim Gaffigan moving on to Advent. Oh goodness! All right. So, when is the, the what is the first Sunday of Advent? What's the date? So the first Sunday of Advent is December first. So we literally go from Thanksgiving to the weekend and Sunday is the first day of Advent. So we jump right into it Right into the Advent season. Yeah. So. The 
Christmas wreath, Advent wreath season. (laughs) So, the first Sunday of Advent, what candle is it? It is the Hope Candle, also known as the Prophet's Candle. It's a good week to start on. Yeah. And so it goes purple, purple, rose, purple. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the first the first candle, the prophet candle, celebrate uh, or, you know, remember the prophets. Right. Especially Isaiah, who foretold the mm-hmm. coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. And then, so then, that's the first. So then the eighth, which candle is that? So, you mean the fifth? The fifth? What? Oh, you're talking about the date. The date. I, I gotcha. I was like, there's, there isn't an eighth candle. <laughs> so The fifth candle. <laughs> the second candle represents faith. <laughs> it's also known as the Bethlehem candle. I just immediately went to Hanukkah. Eight crazy yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about the person that uh, backed himself, backed into a menorah by accident? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Burned their end at both candles. <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. Yep. <laughs> yep. So the second candle represents faith. It's also called the Bethlehem candle. And the third candle is joy, also known as the shepherd's candle. Okay. And the fourth candle represents peace and is called the angel's candle. And there is an optional fifth candle, which represents light and purity, and it's called the Christ candle, and it's placed in the in middle. The center, yep. In the center of the wreath, and it's lit on Christmas Day. Yeah, and so the Bethlehem candle is in remembrance of Mary and Joseph going to Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And then Rose, not pink. <laughs> Father Stephen always made sure to talk about that it was Rose, yeah. that the priests don't wear pink that day. <laughs> That it is the color rose. That's like, for that's like me and Jen and going over paint colors. Yeah. And she's like, it's rose. It's pink. <laughs> it's a good salmon. Oh, this is a nice white color paint. It's, it's eggshell. Yeah. Um, yeah, so did you did you ever have any, like, Advent traditions or anything like that? Last year, Jen and I started to do more of that at home. So mm-hmm. we actually went to the Morning Star in town and picked up a wreath. Oh, okay. And they had the candles and everything, so we set that up on our dining room table. We actually got a Advent devotional book that has some prayers written in there by the Pope. Oh, nice. So, That's awesome. So, yeah, it, it gives us some Bible passages to read depending on the year that it is and some reflections to go over. So That's awesome. It was it was a nice way to get into it last year. In the last few years, too, I've tried to finish all my Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving. So all the busyness of the season of the shopping. I do not do that. <laughs> I, I've had the <laughs> first year I forced myself to do it so ever since it's been really easy. But that way, once Advent starts, you can just enjoy the season. And yeah, and actually truly things off. To truly prepare yourself for the coming of Christ, because that's what Advent yeah. Is supposed to be about is preparing yourself. Some people call it like the cleaning yeah. out the stuff <laughs> that gets in the way of your relationship with Christ is a you know good way to think about it. Um, but it's not it's not technically a like penance season. 
Um, but it is about, you know, cleaning stuff out of your way to, mm-hmm. to allow yourself for the com- like to be present in the coming of yeah. Christ. And so where it's not technically a penitential uh, season, you should still be go- like go mm-hmm. to confession and, and clean out the, the right. junk. Uh, in, you know, preparation for right. the coming of Christ. And do you guys celebrate Christmas starting on the 25th, or do you kind of start packing things up after that? <laughs> well, it's it's interesting now because with Zoe, um, we put our Christmas tree up, like, the week of Christmas and okay. then take it down, like, the day after. <laughs> Got it. Um, just because we don't want her hurting herself or breaking ornaments and right. stuff like that. Um, so... Uh, as she gets older, I will try to Clark Griswold this house out a little more. Uh, like I said last podcast, Eva just doesn't want the lights staying up. <laughs> because I say they could be Fourth of July right. lights. Christmas in July. Exactly. Some people celebrate that. And by then, you're still just rarely close to Christmas right. again. You're halfway through. Exactly. Um. But, yeah, so I think uh, as Zoe gets older, celebrating Christmas uh, around that time and really, um, you know, just having a lot of Christmas memories and stuff like that will be, uh, you know, just really cool. And the uh, reminder that it's about celebrating the birth of Jesus and taking the time to... Uh, celebrate the blessings that Jesus has brought us mm-hmm. more so than uh, the gifts <laughs> and toys and stuff exactly. like that um, is important. Um, but also, just I wanted to touch a little bit on NCYC and how mm. cool of an opportunity it is for our young people to go to a national Catholic youth conference yeah. because 25,000 young people are in a stadium right now where the Indianapolis Colts play football mm-hmm. celebrating the opening mass of the National Catholic Youth Conference. Yeah. So just try to put that in perspective is if you've ever watched a football game on TV and seen how massive of an audience is there, that is who, like the number of people that are celebrating mass together right mm-hmm. now. And that's amazing. Yeah. And it's people from all over the United States, you know. That Do the, you guys get international travelers? Well? Yeah, some. Like, not a ton because it's, it, World Youth Day is more known Got it. for that. But there will be um, some from Central America and some from, like, Canada. And mm. You'll get, you know. But, uh, you know, there's Alaskans there and Hawaiians there and stuff like that, too. So they've made the trip. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just pretty amazing to it's see. It's cold for people from Hawaii to go this time of year. Yeah. It's a little warm for those who are coming from Alaska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just really cool to remind our young people that they're not alone. Yeah. And that in today's day and age, even with how... Uh, vocal the atheists have become mm-hmm. and how polite us Christians and Catholics stay uh, yeah. that we are not as boisterous mm-hmm. with our opinions and our uh, 
you know, showing out our religion that when you go to an event like this and people are all wearing funny T-shirts and funny hats and yeah. celebrating the Lord with joy and love and laughter and community and getting to know each other and just being able to spend times in workshops and seeing how to approach today's anti-Christian, mm-hmm. anti-Catholic culture um, among people who have to have to fight that same battle every day. Mm-hmm. Um, is awesome and great. And so if you do have the opportunity to go to the National Catholic Youth Conference, I highly recommend it. Mm. And as youth ministers, on the off year, there is a National Catholic Youth Ministers Conference mm-hmm. or National Conference of Catholic Youth Ministers. NCCYM, <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it's National Conference for Catholic Youth Ministers or something like that. that. It's (laughs) going to be in New Orleans Uh, next year. Which is awesome, and I hope that I can go. Um, It's it's normally like the first week of December. December, right? yeah. which is kind of a busy time for my job. Just, just a little. <laughs> but uh, it is a really important thing to go to and to see. And, and like I said before, just remember that you're not alone. So yeah. uh, check out the videos online, NCYC. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Put on the uh, put on by the National Federation of Catholic Youth Ministry. Mm. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you got in music? So the Grammy Awards have just been, uh, the nominations have been announced. So for uh, just a couple of the categories, Best Gospel Song is uh, being nominated for Kirk Franklin, Gloria Gaynor, and Yolanda Adams, Travis Green and Jacqueline Carr, Corin Hawthorne, Hawthorne and Natalie Grant, and Tasha Cobbs Leonard. For Best Christian Album, we have Crowder for King Country, Danny Gokey, Toby Mack, and Chris Tomlin. And a special congratulations to Stephen Curtis Chapman, whose birthday is today. Happy just, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Mr. SCC. He just uh, was nominated for Best Roots Gospel Album. So That's awesome. Yeah, That's he, great. he's been putting out a couple bluegrass albums to uh, kind of fit where he came from in, in Paducah, Kentucky. So well, that's great. Grew up, grew up where the blast is, where the blast, where the glass, where the grass Who? is what? blue. Who? I'm just gonna stop. Who's there? What is <laughs> where the grass is blue. It's all right. For those of yeah. you count the, the, count the, the number the, of times the, I say the, awesome, I think I'm at 42. Felt like pork, pork and pig there. <laughs> I've eaten, I've eaten that's all, folks. <laughs> I thought I. Sylvester, I thought I was that time until I put it at. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. I better not look. I might just be in there. <laughs> How do we have anyone who listens kids, to this? Kids today don't even get those references anymore. <laughs> well, our saint of the day, Saint Cecilia, is a Christian martyr. Who's pretty, as the story is told, she was martyred. She was converted to Catholicism and was martyred with her betrothed and was struck three times on the neck with a sword Mm. and lived for three more days. Because she was a bit of a rebel. Just a little bit. A maverick. (laughs) 
she she would not go easily into that good night. <laughs> <laughs> quietly, quietly no. was what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's just amazing stories of, of the martyrs out there who knew uh, how trying the time was to be Catholic and be Christian mm. and still fought against and was not shy about their, uh, you know, their faith. And mm. so it's kind of that reminder that nowadays where people more and more say that they don't believe in anything uh, and more and more you're kind of shouted down and and feel uh, persecuted in a much different way, hopefully. Yeah. But it's still happening across the world today, persecuting yeah. of people because of their religious beliefs. Um, that these saints, these martyred saints, stood up for what they believed in and, and stood up for the truth and uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice to yeah. you know live in eternity in heaven and be there for us mm-hmm. and to hear our petition for prayers and pray for us, yeah. you know? So, St. Cecilia, our saint of the day. And now to our digital bibble. Ooh. Gospel, Luke 19, 45 through 48. Those of you who read along at home. <laughs> Jesus entered the temple area and proceeded to drive out those who were selling things, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And every day he was teaching in the temple area. The chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people, meanwhile, were seeking to put him to death. But they couldn't find no way to accomplish their purpose because all the people were hanging on his words. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, he drives out people who are selling their wares in the temple area because he said it's supposed to be a place of prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's that thing where you got to remember what you're there for, mm-hmm. you know, and if it just becomes a marketplace, that's not what it, what it's designed for. Yeah. You know, um, that's not to say that, you know, bake sales for charity and stuff right. like that in the church hall or something that you shouldn't right. have. But when it becomes the purpose for you being there rather mm-hmm. than prayer and mm-hmm. uh, to honor God. Then that's when it st- it stops being something, right? And um, how about the fact that all the people around Jesus, like in the chief priests, the yeah. leaders of the They're church, like, of the this time, guy's out of control. <laughs> yeah, he's try- he's trying to take away our marketplace. <laughs> he's driving people out. He's yelling at them, making whips, and yeah, saying that this is this is not what this house is meant for, right? So, of course, they're plotting his death. Right. But he already knew about it. He yeah. knew it was coming one day. He was telling you know? them they could yeah. grasp it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is pretty, pretty awesome that in the in the 43 <laughs> times <laughs> I've said awesome today. Yeah. It's just so great when Jesus just knows what's happening around him. And he's just like, no, I'm, I'm here to, to spread the truth and yeah. to show you how 
awesome our God is and how loving and great and amazing mm-hmm. our God is and that the kingdom of heaven is awaiting you. Mm-hmm. And here's how you get there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. News of the weird? News of the weird. So this is coming to us from a United Arab Emirate family that decided that they were going to try to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's largest handwritten Bible. They spent 153 days working on this and filmed themselves doing it as proof and took turns copying the entire Holy Bible onto A1-sized paper and uh, ended up using 1,500 pages to do it. So the largest handwritten Bible. Yes. Had a Bible open, and it was just word for word. Wow. Writing it down. They said, uh, one of the people said, I would spend 12 to 15 hours every day writing out the Bible. My eyes would twitch and my hands would hurt. But in the progress, in the process, I found the Bible speaking to me, inspiring and guiding me. And this person, it says, handled 66 books of the Bible herself. Imagine the hand cramping. Oh, I, I I start to cramp after one sentence just because we write so. Long. I know, and that's I, that's why I was immediately thinking of that. I like jot down some scribbled notes before every podcast, and I'm yeah. like, huh. yeah. But wow, mm-hmm. twelve to fifteen hours a day, and how many days did it take? One hundred and fifty-three. One hundred fifty-three. I feel like I, I glanced over that. <laughs> 153 days. How many people, how many members of the family? I think it said two people. Oh, two, two people. Yeah. Oh. That? Actually, four. It was four people taking turns. Wow. Husband, wife, and two children. Those of you listening to the audio version of this podcast know that that music means it's time to wrap up this podcast, and it's going to keep getting louder and louder. <laughs> Um, As always, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I really appreciate the support. Thanks for you guys who watch us on Facebook. Uh, If you ever need us to talk about a topic, you got something that you want us to bring up, prayers that you want us to pray for, uh, just shoot us a line in the comments. Email me, steve at baconsmiles.org. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy time with your family. Stay out of the stores. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you during Advent. Yeah, we'll talk to you during Advent. Thanks so much for listening. Keep smiling and God bless.